0: guys, this is Jake from Popcorn Heist
1: here. And this is Nick from Popcorn Heist. Welcome back to the show, guys. This is Popcorn Heist, the podcast. And for those of you who don't know us, we were roommates in college. We're big pop culture lovers, big movie lovers, big show lovers. And Popcorn Heist is a brand that we started to share our love for pop culture with the world and uh, bring other fans into the conversation and... Share our share our thoughts through multiple different mediums and try to build a little bit of a community of movie and show lovers. Yeah,
0: exactly. We like to amplify the voices of you guys, which is the fans, and we're all, Nick and I are big fans of everything, so that's how we create our little community. And um, Like Nick said, we publish our content through many different mediums. Um, it centers back to our website, which is com, which is where you can find pretty much any content that we put out, but if you want to look... In uh, other places, we have many social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which is all at Popcorn Heist. We have a YouTube channel, which is where you can find the video versions of these podcasts. And this podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and Pandora now, which is actually, I just got the email the other day, which is kind of exciting. Mm, I I didn't
1: even know that. Good
0: news to me. I don't know uh, if any of you still listen to Pandora, but it's on there if you're looking for it, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we got an interesting episode today. Yep. Uh, A lot of news surrounding this topic has been dropped within the past week. It's really been quite a roller coaster. but Nick, why don't you break it down? What are we going to talk about today?
1: Yeah, so pretty much me and Jake are huge MCU fans. Uh, Jake actually got me into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, and also big Spider-Man fans, especially Jake with his uh, Spider-Man shirt on right Mm now. Uh, So we got a lot of news going forward with uh, Spider-Man 3, the third installment in the MCU. Um, Spider-Man's been a big part of the MCU already. You could tell from far from home he's going to be a big part of the MCU going forward, and spider-man 3 it looks like there's a lot of interesting casting that that casting news that came out so uh we're gonna discuss that here break it down say what it means for the future of spider-man say what it means for the future of the mcu and um pretty much superhero movies in general if you think about it yeah yeah it's... and and this, what it means for the past of superhero movies as well true true <laughs> nice little uh nice little segue yeah <laughs> so
0: you'll understand what that means in a second now it's time for the quote of the episode Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we,
1: we like to start every episode with a quote. Uh, as we've said in other episodes, me and Jake bonded over obscure movie quotes. So just a little way to start every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the who better to quote than the man who is obsessed
0: with Spider-Man himself, J. Jonah Jameson, uh, played by J.K. Simmons from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies and now in Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. So this is a quote from Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire's trilogy. J. Jonah Jameson says, He's a criminal! A vigilante, a public menace. What's he doing on my front page? <laughs> <laughs> and we chose that specifically because Spider-Man was all over our front pages on our news feeds uh, of Facebook and Instagram and all of social media this week because it really has been a, it's such a roller coaster of just
1: who's going to be in this
0: movie, who's going to be. Blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. don't, who's we don't. Gonna <laughs>
1: We don't physically have front pages much anymore. But if we did have front pages, he would certainly be on whatever me, me and Jake were uh, – Jake and I were, were reading. So uh, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he definitely would be on our hypothetical front page. So mm-hmm. why is he there, Jake? Why?
0: Well, spoiler alert going forward. If you don't want to get anything uh, spoiled for Spider-Man 3, Tom Holland's movie in uh, the MCU, then uh, I would proceed with caution. But I'll give you guys a little rundown of like uh, the whole premise of why we need to talk about this for right now. So um, – Spider-Man Far From Home ended. We saw the post credit scene where Mysterio uh, reveals Peter Parker's secret identity to the world. And from there, everyone just kind of assumed that um, Spider-Man 3 would mainly just be dealing with that. You know, Spider-Man's had a really tumultuous history. Nice little vocabulary word. I just thought of that on the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but he's
1: had quite a big... S-I-T word. <laughs> he's tumultuous. had
0: yeah, quite a crazy history. I mean, uh, Sony technically has the rights to Spider-Man movies because Marvel was going bankrupt in the 90s and sold the rights to many different people, blah, yada, yada, yada. But Sony still has the rights over it, but they made a sharing deal with uh, m- with Marvel and Disney so that he can cross over with the Avengers. And recently, what was it, like a year and a half, two years ago, all of a sudden Sony pulled him from the MCU because Disney wanted a little bit more money, uh, allegedly, and then, then he... Fans were so outraged by it and Tom Holland called up Disney and Sony was like, come on, you got to get me back. And now he's back in the MCU. So really uh, just a huge roller coaster. Like Sony's making their own movies with the animated Into the Spider-Verse movie. And now we have Tom Holland's movies. So a lot has been going on.
1: Yeah. And even going further in the past with that, that's, uh, that's almost a reason that they were making the MCU movies while they were making Andrew Garfield's movies, which were not part of, right? It was going on at the same time. Right when, when what year did Andrew Garfield's movies come out?
0: Ooh. Uh it's got, I I'm it's pretty like sure the, it was
1: during the MCU, but it was, it was around that same time here. No, uh, like the two thousand tens, maybe early yeah. early, early MCU. Like early say, MCU, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But so so the MCU had to pretty much start without Spider Man because they didn't have the rights to him, which uh allowed some other superheroes to come to the forefront, which ended up being a blessing in the end. So yeah. uh yeah, definitely a, a a very tumultuous history with Spider Man. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, so
0: we had, uh, for those of you who are big comic book fans, uh, Toby Maguire played Spider-Man years and years ago, who we all, grew- Nick and I, grew up with. I yep. mean, that, that trilogy is legendary. Uh, say what you will about <laughs> Spider-Man 3, but it's just a legendary trilogy. The Godfather trilogy of, of uh, superhero movies, if you will. Um, and then Andrew Garfield played him, and now we have Tom Holland. And another thing that's important to note is um, the this concept of the multiverse and different universes within comic book storylines. If you're a big comic book fan... It's a very simple concept that you're probably familiar with. I mean, the comics used it all the time where there's alternate realities that cross over with each other. And Spider-Man is a huge character that deals with this in the comics. But now the movies are really starting to do this. And sort of Marvel and DC are both competing of who's going to do it first. Like,
1: oh, 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 who's, who's going to it first? Oh, oh, who's <laughs> <go>? <laughs> Little Grandmaster quote there yeah. from uh,
0: Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> if you didn't catch that reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, but DC's trying to get there with their Flash movie. And then... I think Marvel is really like trying to get there first um, with using Spider-Man and seeing how people love the animated Into the Spider-Verse mo- movie with uh, Miles Morales. I think now it's set a precedent for people wanting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to cross over with Tom Holland. Now, I'm just going to say outright that every fan of Spider-Man wants this at some point. There's no-, there's no one out there I think that doesn't want this at some point. I mean, I myself, I think it would be incredible. But again, there's a little bit of history to this and uh, we'll, we'll get into what our specific thoughts on mm. it later. But again, like I said, Far From Home ended and we had just assumed Spider-Man 3 would be all about him dealing with his uh, personal uh, secret identity and people hunting him down, which a lot of people thought, uh, oh, Craven the Hunter would be a great new villain. Marvel has previously stated we want to use new villains that haven't been used in the past. Uh, his purpose, his whole goal is to fight Big game and hunt big games, and he thinks Spider Man is the ultimate big game of the world to prove himself. And I feel like that would fit perfectly. And even the director John Watts is like, "Yeah, I would love to use Craven. But then all of a sudden, a few months ago, we hear, "Oh, J.K. Jamie Foxx's Electro from Andrew Garfield's <laughs> movies is going to be the main villain." And did they say main villain? I didn't. One that. of the main villains, okay. I think they they phrased it as. And then immediately. Re- the news, as you can imagine, was going crazy because he was in Andrew Garfield's movie. Oh, is, is going to be in it is Toby Maguire gonna be in his Andrew Garfield? And kind of news was all over the place. You know, you can never really trust casting rumors until they're semi official. Like it's weird. we were just t- having Yeah, this we were conversation. just talking about what
1: confirmed means. Is it confirmed by the by pictures? Is it confirmed by the actual studio? Um Yeah. Yeah. So to make a long story short,
0: it's a, it was a huge roller coaster. We all thought we were going to get maybe Craven and the Scorpion, who was teased in Spider-Man Homecoming's post credit scene as the main villains. But apparently now we it was confirmed Jamie Foxx's Electro will be coming to it. And just this week, we literally got a spew of tons of casting announcements that now Alfred Molina from Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire's Dr. Octopus is coming back, uh, has been spotted filming his scenes uh, for the movie in Atlanta. That Andrew Garfield has signed his contract to come back. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane from Tobey Maguire's movies. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy from Andrew Garfield's movies. Uh, Tobey Maguire is in talks. And now even Daredevil from the Netflix TV show. (laughs) Plus, (laughs) Doctor Strange is all going to be in this movie. And I feel like just as MCU fans and as Spider-Man fans, we need to talk about this because... The natural reaction is to be super excited because just we all love these characters, but I think that more discussion needs to go into it. Uh, am I right, Nick? I feel like more discussion is
1: there. Uh, well, there's certainly more discussion there, but I I, I, I almost disagree with you. You know, I uh, I get pretty we- weary. I, I'm I guess I'm pretty set in my ways. I get I get pretty. Not weird. Wary when when they announce news like this, and and it's it's a little bit out of the ordinary, and it's kind of just trying to. And I I mean it's hard to say because the movie's so far out, but I, sometimes when I see. These different castings—that it's just like, oh, the fans want this, so we're gonna put it together somehow. Um, it makes me a little bit nervous. Um, not saying it, it's definitely it, there's definitely a, a bunch of potential there, and it is super exciting, and I'm sure it'll they'll do a good job with it. But it, it is it is it does make me a little bit nervous personally. Yeah, well, <laughs> like on initial, like when I first heard the news, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean
0: Electro made me
1: nervous from the well, yeah. from <laughs> that's, the, that's the most nerve-wracking yeah. run.
0: Let's start with the with that cuz that was the first thing that was actually confirmed that Jamie Foxx himself confirmed, yes, I'm playing Electro. I'm going to be in the movie, but I'm not going to be Blue this time, which was one of the key things he said. Like cuz in Andrew Garfield hmm. his yeah, character blue. was was Blue, yeah. which was a little weird. But he's like I'm not going to be Blue this time. So people were like, "Oh, is he going to be just are they just casting Jamie Foxx as a new version of Electro? But then he posted a picture of some concept art of three versions of Spider Man looking up into the clouds at Electro, and it was immediately taken down. Hmm. So now, I mean, now with all these announcements, it's pretty clear that he's going to be playing some version of himself from Andrew Garfield's universe. I think.
1: Yeah, which actually, f- f- just just in regards to that news of him playing Electro again, I'd rather him play Electro in a Spider-Verse movie than just play Electro in another, in in uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like, I, I'm glad they're not just bringing, they're like, oh, we need Jamie, we will bring Electro and we need Jamie Foxx, like, to play him again. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that it, it's, it's not just like, oh, let's get the same actor to, to play him again, even though it's not the same actual character. So, cause I feel like that, especially with Marvel bringing in so many different superheroes from so many different universes, um, they have been like, Oh, we're gonna recast these characters but not these characters. So I was a little bit nervous that they were just gonna pick and choose who they wanted to. And especially if you're gonna pick and choose, why would you choose Jamie Foxx's Electro? That's such a random one to choose. Very random. You know, boy. so so that that's how I felt on initial, but it does make me feel a little bit better that okay, they're just bring him in as the same character. I, I can agree with that. I mean Yeah, I mean when going back to what you said, like if
0: you had to choose one, why would you choose Electro? I think if you had to choose one from uh Andrew Garfield's trilogy, I think he is the more interesting one out of him and the lizard, to
1: be honest. I feel like I would rather. I yeah, think and, there's and more potential. If you include Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, but I don't really think you have to bring in any of them. You don't? No, but. I, I'm saying if you're going to re, re, bring in Electro or you're going to bring in the lizard, just recast them.
0: Yeah, if, if it wasn't a multiverse story, then I completely agree. Like, as much as Jamie Foxx is an amazing actor, I feel like he he could be cast yeah. as a completely different villain. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. need to play Electro again. Especially
1: the MCU is so big, he could if Jamie Foxx really wants to be in it try, try something else. I, I I don't like having picking and choosing which which actors you want to use in the first place whether or not whether or not they're good or bad. Even even with X-Men, like I, I get it like uh Ryan Reynolds has to play Deadpool because he he is that character, but at the same time it's weird that they're not going to they're going to bring him in and not other characters. That I don't agree with because I feel like Deadpool is also very much a character where
0: he makes fun of himself and he breaks the fourth wall where it, it, that's like the perfect opportunity to
1: just lean into his Deadpool yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm, even, I'm he, suddenly in a new universe now. Like, yeah, that, that is true. He is a, he is a one example that you could do that for, but what about like Wolverine? Are you going to bring back Wolverine? Um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and not Jean Grey. I'm not sure how her his name, not Jean Grey, not not um, Professor X. Like, you can't... I just feel like you can't... You, you can't recast some and use others if, if you're not doing a multi... You, whether or not you're doing a multiverse one. You,
0: yeah, you can't, you, you can't pick, pick, and, pick and, choose. and choose.
1: If you're doing multiverse, you got to bring back all the same yeah. actors that you choose to bring or, back. Or but, majority of them. I get you can't bring back every single yeah, one. Yeah,
0: that's t- but, yeah, that's but, tough. But when this news broke, like, people were, like, so hyped about it. And, like yeah i I get it like jamie fox i i love jamie fox as an actor i think he's amazing and i trust marvel to do to do better with him than what sony did in andrew garfield's trilogy but i don't get why people were that hyped about it when i when i saw it i was like oh that's interesting but i was almost angry and confused i was like i was like not why are you throwing away they clearly said they wanted to do new villains like why are you throwing away the perfect opportunity to use someone like craven and did we not all forget like how weird his his origin was in in, in Amazing Spider Man too? Like
1: yeah, no, I I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. It's weird. It it, it it when I first heard that news, I was like, that that's weird. Yeah, and I'm a little
0: more like you said. I'm a little more relieved now that it is going towards a, a little bit more of a multiverse story because I wouldn't. Again, I, I trust Marvel and I bet that if they wanted to just use Electro as the sole villain, they can make it work. But I don't I didn't like that they chose him to be the only villain because that just doesn't make sense for where Peter Parker's story is headed right now. It seems weird that they they build up to all right, it's uh it's open season on Spider-Man, like everyone's hunting him down now and then all this and it's just Electro, like a guy with electricity powers, like it seems yeah, yeah, yeah. a little
1: weird and not genuine in, in does that make sense yeah no i get what you mean like there's so many there's so many great spider man villains and even if you're gonna bring back an old one why electro there's bring back a, a, a i mean i'm i'm guessing now that we have more news they are bringing back other ones as well and i don't know who's gonna be the main villain who's just gonna be in there for a few scenes but um if you are gonna revert to a past villain don't make it electro yeah make I, it green goblin or or even doc ock but but you know I, yeah, make we, it green goblin we, honestly
0: we, we really make it green <laughs> yeah
1: we should, we should talk about doc ock cuz that yeah. was that was the next
0: thing that was confirmed which was this week but apparently it was confirmed that they spotted him filming his scenes Alfred Molina, uh, like a month ago or something but for some reason it came out this week that all the hollywood trades were reporting it and um this is something that everyone loves doc ock i mean i mm-hmm. think he's if it's safe to say that Him and Green Goblin are like the top Spider-Man villains. Like, and everyone considers Spider-Man Two, where Alfred Molina comes from in Tobey Maguire's trilogy, as not only one of the best superhero movies of all time, but one of the best sequels of all time. And for that, I was like more, much more excited than when I saw the news about Electro. But also, still a little confused and a little bit like, uh, I don't know, like Marvel, like he died in in Spider-Man Two. Like, how are you? How are you gonna explain this?
1: Like- yeah, I, I I have multiple feelings about this too because if if it wasn't a multiverse movie, again, it would be weird that they're just picking picking and choosing who to who to bring back. But it does make me a little bit relieved in a way that it's a multiverse movie. But again, he's dead, and it it's gonna be really 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 hard to fit in when he's the villain. Like where where would that take place yeah. in the?
0: I mean, they could, like, pluck him and Tobey Maguire from before before he sacrifices himself in that movie. Mm-hmm. But still, like, not only did he sacrifice himself and he died at the end of that movie, but also he technically, like, was redeemed, and he's not even really truly evil in the movie. It's, like, the, the tentacles that are possessing him, and Peter, like, eas- like not easily, but P- Peter's able to bring him to his senses. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really... Makes sense. Like I can't imagine how they would do it. Like, oh, he gets plucked into Tom Holland's universe, and what's the motivation for him to hate, uh, for for him to want to take down Tom Holland? Like, I don't understand what motivation. Yeah, there well, would be. that
1: that's also plucking him from that specific scene. I mean, I guess the way time travel works in Marvel, which it's still a little bit confusing, but like they could pluck him from earlier no, in not, the movie, not- or they could have Tom Holland just go back to that era, and not pull them from it. You know what so what you mean? think
0: that Tom Holland would come out of the MCU universe and go into Toby's universe? Maybe, and then
1: come back to who knows? I don't know. It's, it's hard to it's hard to say. It is hard to say. Who who know, like who knows what they're gonna pull? Yeah, but I but I don't know. I, I
0: like <laughs> it's so tough to say. Like, yeah, just like what motivation would he have to go after Tom Holland yeah. if if he came into yeah? That universe? I mean, he he wouldn't have any. Exactly. Like well, I, I
1: guess, what was his deal? He was just, like, evil because the tentacles weren't making him evil, no?
0: He was, like, obsessed with coming up with the first fusion reactor, and he was, like, the tentacles were, like, the AI was so powerful, it was, like, controlling him rather than him
1: controlling that. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. So I guess he's just evil, so he could. Yeah, but, but also, but another another thing I wanted to mention is, I feel like the best way to go about the, if they are doing a, a whole Spider-Verse thing, which I think, according to, to news outlets they are because of all the casting wouldn't it be better for them to use toby mcguire's peter parker as an older version of than he was in spider-man 2 even even spider-man 3 came out how many years ago like when when did spider-man 3 come out probably like 2008 i think or something yeah it might have been even earlier no early truth yeah yeah probably even earlier. i have honestly i don't want to give a guess because i feel like i'm going to be way off but yeah but um you know, it, it would make the most sense to make him an older version of that Spider-Man too, kind of, kind of like in Spider-Verse. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, I mean, but like we said, like who knows?
0: Like maybe they could the multiverse. They can pluck Doc Ock from the events of Spider-Man Two and pluck Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from like later in the timeline or something, like where he's older. Who knows? Who like knows? They, but
1: that's weird too. The, I
0: don't. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, the great thing about the multiverse is that it can provide awesome moments like this, like. There's no doubt that in some fashion, bringing these three Spider-Man together is going to be awesome. In some fashion, like it has the potential to be yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. But then you could start using the multiverse to just, oh, like we're going to do this and then pull this from here. And like, oh, and it gets out of control. Like they need to use it wisely. And I feel like we're getting dangerously. Cl- I mean, again, we don't know any details about what's going on in this movie, but it's getting dangerously close to the mistakes that were made with toby's trilogy in spider-man 3 where it was stuffed with a bunch of
1: characters and then amazing spider-man 2 where they tried to rush into sinister six like yeah and 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 that's another thing too two things i want to mention The, the sinister six is one of them i feel like that was built up in tom holland's trilogy now and whether or not they were going to come in the next movie there has to be some progression towards the Sinister Six don't you think that they were building towards that so they were yeah yeah and and it's like finally we tried to do it in the Andrew Garfield one it didn't really work out and and finally we were getting it so is it gonna is this gonna deter that a little bit or or are they plucking Doc Ock or Green Goblin and, and bring him into bring them into this universe of Sinister Six, I don't know. I I don't want it to deter from from the story we've we've been building with Tom Holland Spider Man. And another the other thing I wanted to mention was I think it walks a fine line when you use the multiverse or time travel. And I think Endgame showed us that the MCU did a did a, obviously it's, there's some nitpicky parts, but the MCU the MCU did a really good job with using time travel to like pay homage to the past, but not just choose the Things that they like, how X Men chooses what they want to change and what characters they want to bring in, and and it it gets a little too too much like it 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 makes the stakes less high in every single MCU movie if they just use time travel or the the multiverse as an eraser or like just bring back whatever character they want but not bring back others in a way that doesn't really make sense. So I think it's a a hard balance to strike. Yeah, it's fan service that makes sense. Is that you? like yeah. I think what you're trying to say, like in
0: Infinity War and Endgame, like they brought back Red Skull because. Because it made sense that yeah, it, and obviously story, it was thrown in for fan play, but
1: but it it, it makes sense. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. fan
0: service that ma- clearly made sense. And this like again, there is a, a scenario where this it does make sense. But I feel like if you're making Electro and Doc Ock the main villains of this movie, who are, who have main connections and motivations with Andrew Garfield and Toby. I feel like it's not going to hold as much weight and be as effective because these villains have no connection to Tom Holland and you're going to have to build that up in such a short amount of time. I feel like that we're either – either because I think Vulture's Michael Keaton's Vulture is going to come back for this. I hope so. Either him and Mysterio are coming back to kind of like be the main villains who set up this team together. Or we just haven't heard of who the real main villain is that brings all these people together and Doc Ock and Electro are going to be like supporting villains who come in the third act or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that would make some sense. But I I, I will say it, it might be something like i remember in Guardians 2. Like we knew Ego the Living Planet was going to be in it. Didn't think he was going to really be the main villain. And then we went to the movie and he was the main villain. So it's, it's always hard to say exactly because main villain is a little bit subjective. It's hard to say exactly how it's going to work out. And yeah, they don't. We want to focus on Tom Holland, Spider Man, mainly. We don't want these villains to just come in and overshadow what what we've been building with Tom Holland. So in that sense, we don't want them to be the main villain. But on another hand, why bring these characters back? These uh, I, not really Electro, but Doc Ock, for example. And if they do bring back um, Green Goblin, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, yeah. Um, if they do bring them back. How do you just make them side villains? So so part of me, yeah. if they do bring them back, I don't want them to overshadow what's been built with Tom Holland, but they're such iconic villains, you can't just make them a side villain. That's like bringing Darth Vader back in the sequel trilogy. We always end up talking <laughs> about it. so, that. It's like bringing Darth Vader back in the sequel trilogy as a villain and then having him not be – or Palpatine and not having him be the main villain. Yeah,
0: I, I feel like they're – the Sinister Six storyline deserves its own movie rather than being shoved in with this storyline of, of – Peter Parker proving his innocence which I feel like is deserving of its own movie in its own right and then again I could see how this the multiverse stuff can help to resolve that storyline like my kind of prediction is I'm just literally thinking in my head right now like what if J. Jonah Jameson is the main villain who's kind of like calling for Spider-Man to be prosecuted and he's kind of dealing with that but that at the same time after WandaVision and the whole multiverse gets ripped open he has a bunch of villains coming at him and he has all these things coming at him at once and Doctor Strange is kind of like, what, you think you're the only Spider-Man? Like, there's other ways we can resolve this and then Toby and Andrew come in and help him at the last second. But again, I feel like... But you Spider- also don't want it to just be Doctor Strange opening a portal and that's it. No, I, I think you Doctor know? Strange is going to be kind of like the role that Iron Man played in Homecoming mm. where he's like a mentor but he's not going to be a huge part of he's, Iron Man only had like five minutes of screen time in Yeah, in I would,
1: and I would like that too. Yeah, I think yeah. that
0: that'd be perfect, but... I think that's what makes most sense because I feel like if you're go- if they're hiding another real villain from us, it's going to get way too crowded. I feel like J. Jonah Jameson might be the best their best bet to center this movie and not make it too overcrowded. If that makes sense,
1: that that, uh, that that's tough for me because I think that would be cool, and I think they always in every Spider-Man medium they always like tease J. Jonah Jameson and, and don't really ever. He's just more of a comic relief character. But do we want to see him come out of that comic relief role, or do we want to like part of me wants to see him that'd be cool to see him as a main villain. but part of me also feels like, do I really want him to be a genius mastermind or would I rather him just be a like mean newscaster because that's what I love about him? you know so so that, that also walks a fine line and um, just to mention go, to go back quickly to Doctor Strange, I, I would I would like if he plays a similar role to Iron Man in, in homecoming because I do hope and the way it's looking with a lot of what's coming out with marvel like how scarlet witch is going to be in the multiverse of madness and uh dr strange is going to be in spider-man i i hope that especially with no avengers movies i know they want to bring everything together in a in a way i know there's going to be other team-up movies but there's probably not going to be an avengers movie for a little bit so i i hope that it doesn't just become that every mcu movie just becomes an MCU movie, and they still keep their eye on the prize with like, this is a Spider-Man movie. So like, an example of that would be like, an example of that where it worked was Civil War, where it is a Captain America movie, but we've had arguments with our friends is it just an MCU movie or is it a Captain America movie? Yeah, is it and Avengers two point five? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And I, I love Civil War, and it works once in a while. But I hope that not every Marvel movie becomes here's this character, here's this character, here's this character. Yeah, I mean, even Thor Ragnarok, they threw in Hulk, which it worked. But I hope it's not like that every single Marvel movie, because I do like when a Marvel movie does stand alone I, I, well, like Black Panther, for example.
0: I got, I got to tell you, I think they are heading towards. it. I could see it now. I, I is think that, that too. Is that but which is not necessarily a bad. because they're trying to truly make it like the comics where like if this is truly an interconnected world these characters are going to interact all the time which is really amazing that they can do that and make it work in a way where each movie is critic basically critically acclaimed and like does really well it's amazing that they could do that and you could see now with all these disney plus shows that are coming out they're trying to tell smaller stories but still keep it interconnected so I, t- I hate to tell tell you I think that is what they are kind of – but I really – do I agree with you. I, I hope that they don't lose sight of – that it's great to have movies that are kind of off in their own little bubble like Black Panther was yeah. where it w- acted as a standalone movie but still had – was tangentially like you had to watch it to understand the other
1: ones. Yeah, and I I think – um it's, it's hard to say that they're critically acclaimed when they do do that because we haven't seen that many Marvel movies do that yet? We've seen a few, you, but I, you I know think what I mean, I think, Yeah, but yeah. I think they've walked the line pretty well in the past, where they they do make them interconnected, but they are pretty much their own movies, except for like Civil War was one example where it was more of an MCU movie than a Captain America movie, um, but still focused on him mostly. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh yeah, um, I think that Marvel also. If you told me a few years ago that the guard, like if you just explained Guardians to me or explained Ragnarok to me, I'd be like, "That's just too weird to fit in a movie," and it ends up working really well. And it it, it does do a good job. MCU has done a great job of bringing comics to the big screen and and making and and Endgame, for example, is like a comic come to life pretty much, and it works really well as a movie. I hope that they don't push that limit too much and it becomes like every movie is just a side story that doesn't really mean anything because it's like in the multiverse and like you, they could just bring in characters from this universe and i i feel like they are beginning to walk that line it's like bring in the multiverse bring in for example we were talking about the loki show earlier i hope it doesn't become too comic where it feels like nothing really has stakes i don't know if it'll be like i think the like the what if show is
0: something that that doesn't really have because it's off and it's it's own thing i like that doesn't really have stakes like it's just cool adventures that we explore through the multiverse i think that it'll still be rooted in that this has stakes because i think that like thanos and the infinity stones were the main issue of the infinity saga Mm -hmm. like this is almost going to be like the multiverse saga where like wanda and vision they open that they open that curtain and then there's no real closing it and they got to find a way how to, how to deal with it because there's literally the multiverse of madness. Like there's so many crazy things and like unpredictability that comes out of the multiverse. I think, I, I think that there's good potential with it. And I, I, there's definitely potential. No, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I could see best the thing about this whole Spider-Man thing is I could see a very stark best, best worst case scenario, best case scenario Uh, Marvel hits it out of the park like they usually do and finds a way to meld this Peter Parker proving his innocence with Spider-Verse together and it works. Worst case scenario, they're going to repeat their mistakes that they made in the past, which is scary. But again, we don't really know many details. I just, To me, it seems like they're throwing it in for fan service but cheating that storyline that they teased and rushing things a little bit. Where... The Infinity Saga, we had to wait eleven years for it, but it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. I feel like 100%. Spider, the Spider Verse, is almost on the same level as Infinity War to me, where that's like Spider Man's Endgame, and I feel like you should build a little bit more to that. I would, I wouldn't, I would have been okay with them saying, "Look, we're gonna do Sinister Six I on would rather Sinister Six first. I agree. I would rather than be like, "Listen, we're gonna finish up Tom Holland and give you some more build, so that it's more, the release of the tension is worth it." Spider Man Three is gonna be about him proving his innocence maybe we'll throw daredevil in there and 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 dr strange because we'll get to this in a bit but daredevil is the one guy that i feel like makes most sense in this movie uh, that they've announced and then spider-man 4 will, will do sinister 6 and then spider-man 5 will do spider-verse that makes sense to me i would much rather that like three a great spider-man mo- movies like that coming after far from home rather than it all being pushed into one but again i'll say again we don't
1: really know the details so um, well, I agree with you. I think they should have built up to this multiverse, uh, like Spider Verse storyline. Especially a, a p- part of that is also because it was just done. I think, like, even though it was Miles Morales, it was l- literally just done the Spider Verse, yeah. and it was awesome. I love Spider Verse, and they brought in Peter Parker, and it seemed like it was Tom McGuire's Peter Parker, so it kind of like had nods to that to him, and I I thought that was great. And it's it's sometimes it, it's almost. Bringing in the Spider-Verse reminds me of them just doing Spider-Man three times in within 10 years. It's like, why are you doing this? The, pretty much the same concept right after we just did it? Especially when it has no build-up at all.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it, which goes back to what I was saying before. is like the race to, to do the multiverse first. Like, DC wants to do it first with Flash. And then Marvel's like, no, we're going to do it first with, with Spider-Man. Yeah, but they can still do it and not do it with Spider-Man just yet. They could,
1: and I feel like well, they are with with Wanda, with Wanda Yeah, and they are. Doctor but, but, Strange. But why rush the Spider Verse? Just use the multiverse for for a little bit, and then Spider Man doesn't have to. Know, he doesn't know that there's really other Spider Men, so he could just focus on his story a little bit. And you're right; that would be such a good end game for him to just have him fighting alongside Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield after he's like on the. I mean, not he's on a higher level probably than Andrew Garfield. Sorry, Andrew Garfield <laughs> fan, but like, you know what I mean. As he like grows into his yeah, uh, like his role he, a little bit more.
0: Like he's growing into the real Spider Man, like where he's graduating from being a boy and a friendly neighborhood Spider Man to being like the true Spider Man that we know. And I feel like we're being a we've it's been sounding like we've been been being a little harsh. Like I'm I could not be more excited to see Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland on screen together. Like that's something that i really would want as a spider-man fan i'm just i'm so passionate about spider-man that i want to see them do him complete justice and not repeat the same mistakes that they did in the past you know like yeah like come on like you you got to say like you you can't i'm excited oh i'm excited
1: like to see toby andrew and and tom on the same i think it's gonna be be great. great and it's it's funny because these are people who everyone like pits against each other when they discuss Spider-Man so it'll be cool to see them on the on the same side um I, i'm definitely it's definitely going to be like a a nerdgasm a little bit um but you know it was more of a nerdgasm endgame because it came after 20 movies and right so, what it was the 21st movie
0: 20 22
1: 22 okay so it came after 22 movies that and that and hit every. They were they had so many beats to hit mm-hmm. because of all the movies. Like every, like uh, even small things like on your left, that beat was hit. That's from Winter Soldier. That you no, know, you know, a lot of people uh, wouldn't even Hell get Hydra, that reference. The, the elevator yeah, scene. Oh, uh, so so they were able to hit all these beats because all these beats were built in. It's gonna be hard to hit all the beats, and especially what we. Uh, I was saying this earlier um, when it, we were just discussing before before we got uh, online. Um, I hope that they do a little bit of justice to the Tobey Maguire story and the Andrew Garfield story and are able to finish both those stories. I don't want it to focus on that, but I hope they give a little nods to where those stories ended up because both of them are unfinished.
0: Yeah, like you were were saying, like maybe because now Kirsten Dunn says MJ has been confirmed to come back. So like maybe showing – that her and Toby are married. Yeah, like, because it, like,
1: in, in Spider-Man three, I remember leaving the movie theater when I saw that movie, and they just kind of like hug at the end, and it's like a happy ending, but it's like okay, they hugged in a like in a restaurant, like he went to right, isn't that how it ends? He, I thought, they, thought huh. it, it. I I thought it ended like Harry sacrifices himself, and they and they
0: like kind of like give each other a look in that tower like at his funeral or something oh at his funeral don't is, they is, is that he, how it ends or no something? i
1: think they hug in a. In, he because she's a waitress doesn't he walk into where she's working and they just like hug and the movie ends i, I might seen be wrong. 3 I might in be a wrong. while so i don't know i don't know i might be wrong i think they hug in a <laughs> the, i'm pretty they, sure they hug in a restaurant i'm gonna search this after i sorry if i'm wrong um but, yeah, I remember being like, so what happens with that? Like, he was trying to marry her the whole movie, and then they just hug. Um, it feels a little unfinished, and the Andrew Garfield is, like, wildly unfinished because they built up so much. I don't really feel like addressing every single thing that they built up. I don't want to see his Sinister Six or anything, but um, it's definitely – it ended on, like, Gwen dying and him being – Yeah,
0: that's another whole other yeah. thing. Like, how the hell they are going to bring back Gwen? Well, yeah. Like, like I have no idea. But – if they can make it work, like that, that'd be awesome. Like it, it would like, be awesome. It'd be awesome. Like I'd, that'd be cool to see Kirsten Dunst and Gwen Stacy back again. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, don't
1: know. Like, I mean, I I hate Kirsten Dunst, MJ, <laughs> but uh, I I really like uh, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy. But but yeah, yeah. I, I I still am excited to see her because she is uh, her being Mary Jane because she is um, like the original. She's the original superhero girlfriend for me. Like, she was the superhero girlfriend when I was younger. And as I grew older, I've watched the movies again and have grown to really hate her. But um, (laughs) I'm still excited because she still is, like, the OG superhero girlfriend.
0: Bring back Topher Grace's Venom.
1: (laughs) Please. That's what we want. (laughs) Bring back Tobey Maguire's, like, Gwen Stacy from the Tobey Maguire movies. Uh, Bryce Dallas
0: Howard. Yeah. yeah. (sighs) Bring back! A, I want to see them all dance uh, when they go buy suits in this movie, like get a right <laughs> with the guns, yeah, the, the finger hand, guns, yeah, the finger yeah. guns.
1: Oh god, yeah. I feel like they're gonna—they're probably gonna do some type of nod to that. Oh, that'd be so funny. They, fun. that they in, did like, it the, in the it spider-verse and too, and they do—they do stuff in the video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That'd be really funny. But uh, apparently, Toby's the only one who hasn't signed on yet. And I think I've—I've I've been doing a lot of reading and stuff that the reason why they're like starting this news firestorm, like releasing that Doc Ock is coming back, that the MJ and Gwen Stacy are coming back, that all this things is to kind of entice him to sign. Like, look, the fans are going to are really hyped about this. They're going to be super pissed. If you don't sign, like look at all (laughs) these people, like, look, MJ's coming back. Like, look, you'll get to work with Alfred Molina again. Like, I think that they're trying to entice him to sign.
1: I also will say this. Um, I don't, this is, this is, this is probably just a product of, of the world we live in now, but how awesome would it be to go into this movie and not know that they were going to be in it and then yeah. see them in it? Like, I hate knowing. Oh. And they, they, this isn't just with MCU. This is with with everything. And, and you know, my feelings on Star Wars, for example. Like, why are you telling me who's going to be in it? And I, I know that they aren't, like, there's other sources that are telling them stuff, but they don't hide it at all. Like, at all. Like, I know with Endgame and stuff, they hid the script. And we knew a little bit, but... It, Hide it a little bit better. Maybe they just have accepted that the news is going to break anyway, so they just accept well, it and get the hype
0: from it. Like Mandalorian, they hid Baby Yoda.
1: No one exactly, knows by Baby but then Yoda. they don't hide Ahsoka, which I would have. I guess they mentioned her anyway earlier on. But it's weird like, how
0: they pick and choose what they're going to reveal.
1: Yeah, I'd idea. rather. I, I, I'm always. I've been saying this for a while too. Even with trailers, don't reveal every like the the best twist to me in the trailers and we always come back to star wars palpatine was revealed in the trailer just don't tell me things before the show the movie comes it's, out it's just, all it, it'd, be, it'd be so cool to see these things on screen in theaters it's all political you know that like with, with social media it's all political of course stuff, but, but red skull for example we we uh, we thought maybe he'd come back but I, there was no it, confirmation of it yeah and that's not even like the main villain at all and it was so cool to see when we were sitting in definitely, the theater and it's definitely it's not even close to the caliber of doc ock yeah and in, coming into a multiverse or, or toby Maguire as spider-man that would have been awesome oh, even like, if it was just like mumble. just like hearing
0: a, you know seeing like a portal and then like hearing like toby Maguire's like spider-man soundtrack to which is one of my favorite movie soundtracks of all time just hearing that theme and then just seeing oh, him swinging through would be amazing if i didn't know that it, it was coming
1: yeah if, if that I, would be if, awesome. If I
0: heard that theme, I could hear it in my head right right now. It starts with like the bomb was like.
1: Yeah.
0: I literally, with chills, would go in my. Sp- I would like freak out in the theater. That yeah. would have been.
1: And wow. and even so, like I said, don't reveal it in the trailer. Revealing it over a news outlet is even worse. Like if you're gonna reveal it before the show or movie, put it in the trailer. If you're gonna, if you have to do it before, put it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell me. Don't just be like, oh yeah. We're signing this yeah, again. Man. It's it's it, it really annoys me, but that's a different tangent. B- but, <laughs> but yeah, I thought we were going to get some,
0: some big news about Toby today because a bunch of Disney and Marvel stuff dropped. But let's, uh, one last thing that I want to say is that probably the, the one thing that I think makes the most sense, like I said earlier, is that, again, <laughs> we're, we come back to this idea of is it actually confirmed? Like, what does it mean to be completely confirmed? <laughs> but same trades that are reporting all this other stuff Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox's Daredevil from the Netflix show is going to be in Spider-Man 3 as Spider-Man's lawyer. So either he's going to show up just as Matt Murdock, just as a regular lawyer, or he might meet Spider-Man on a rooftop as Daredevil and give him legal advice, which I think
1: is... (laughs) That would be ridiculous. Hey, here's some legal advice. No, you know what I mean. (laughs) But
0: that is awesome. Like Spider-Man and Daredevil have such history together in the comics, and if you're going to introduce him anywhere... After, like, people have been campaigning to have the Netflix TV show come back because it was mm-hmm. the best of the Netflix TV shows, and it was canceled. But this is the perfect place to put him in where it makes sense. Not only is he friends with Spider-Man in the comics, but, like, he's a lawyer, and he, he's the people's lawyer where he works for people who don't have a lot of money and stuff like i think I, that that's awesome and like if even if it's just like a two minute scene like i'll be happy and then he can go off and like they can restart the daredevil tv show on disney plus
1: yeah and we were just talking about how we don't want to make it too interconnected but i think that that'd be cool a cool way to connect the netflix tv shows with the the overall universe because they're not really that connected except for was agents of shield even on netflix now right no it's on abc it on, yeah, agents yeah. of
0: shield reference the movies but the movies didn't reference agents of shield yeah
1: i think i think that'd be that'd be cool and it'd be cool if he's just a lawyer the whole movie and then they like kind of build towards uh, oh i'm also i'm also a superhero my yeah. guy um but yeah that makes sense he's in the universe already might as well use him yeah and you know who he brings with him if daredevil
0: comes kingpin isn't far behind oh
1: true and vincent
0: d'onofrio's kingpin is like if i were to and rank he's a
1: spider-man villain too yeah
0: exactly that would like, be so cool if i were to rank villain portrayals in the mcu like he'd be in the top five like he is amazing in that show so that'd be great not that i expect You're him right. in spider-man 3 but like daredevil and spider like that just makes the most sense to me not, like i said i'm super excited for spider-verse stuff but um daredevil i feel like is super cool and matt having matt murdoch as his lawyer like we've wanted that and I don't know. It's just
1: it's it's really cool. I think the moral of this episode is don't rush things and don't rush giving me news about things. Yeah, <laughs> don't pick and choose your news. Yeah, yeah. Don't pick and choose your so characters. Don't pick and choose your news. Give, give us a little bit of a surprise, and it's It's hard
0: for us because we want to provide content for you guys. So we're always like. Uh, keeping our ears and our eyes open, and then like we just get all this information thrown. <laughs> We're literally drowning in Spider-Man information
1: today. Jake will be texting me paragraphs. I know. <laughs> I'm like,
0: sorry, I'm spamming you, but <laughs> it's raining Marvel upon uh, us right now. Oh man, um, I think actually one last thing. Um, so Doctor Strange is going to be in this movie. Um, uh, the guy who directed Tobey Maguire's trilogy, uh, Sam Raimi, is actually directing Sp- uh, Doctor Strange too. So, I think there might be some Spider-Verse stuff going on in Doctor Strange. Like, very small cameos. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. So, that's one important thing to note. So, maybe maybe the Spider-Verse stuff will be... um, rather reserved for like the end of the third act and stuff and maybe tease stuff going forward. So maybe we're all all... just
1: a post credit scene. Oh my God. (laughs) I wouldn't like that. I I want them to come in in a movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But maybe, maybe we're blowing this all out of proportion, but again, we're, we're, we're big Spider-Man fans, we're big MCU fans. We're always cautious about the characters we love. And uh... it's weird that I'm very excited for
1: this, but also would be hype if it didn't happen and (laughs) it happened later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very hype, but yeah, I definitely agree. I would rather rat. I, take th- take
0: your time take your time if you need it that's Better. not there's not to say that kevin feige can't pull it off because he's pulled off much harder things in the in, in the yeah. past but, um, but i'm time. super excited i guess what only time will tell i guess wandavision will be like a big indicator also because that's like the first to come yeah multiverse thing but
1: very excited for that but yeah i
0: think i've said all i need to say about spider-man <laughs> <laughs> me as well me as well yeah um All right, so that's really all you really need to know about uh, the Spider-Man three news so far. I mean, opinions on it. Yes, our many (laughs) many opinions on it. It's uh, news is going to keep coming and coming out. So we'll we'll keep you guys updated. Uh, We'll probably publish a few articles, and uh, we're both like we said, both huge Spider-Man fans myself. Uh, very much so. He's my favorite superhero of of all time. So we'll I definitely man,
1: be... but I don't think he's my favorite superhero. Oh, he's definitely my
0: <laughs> so we'll definitely be providing you more Spider Man content and keep you guys updated. And uh, hopefully, we'll we'll get the the nerd uh the nerd occurrence of our dreams, the nerd uh the nerd <laughs> Spider Verse moment right. of our dreams. Yeah, can't wait to see uh Toby and Andrew come back if the, if they if it all works out. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, You can check us out on popcornheist.com and all of our social media accounts. And uh, please uh, follow us and give us a review on this podcast and join the heist. Join the heist.